Hello, you're listening to Fish Food, a podcast for entrepreneurs who started working for themselves to build companies that grow into thriving businesses. Here, we provide bite-sized accounting and entrepreneurship advice in 20 minutes or less. I'm your host, Keila hill Trawick, and whether you're acting as your own accountant or looking for a new one, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome back to Fish Food. I am so excited to bring you the final episode on our series called Beyond the Numbers. So if you haven't heard episodes one through three, go back and take a listen. They will talk to you about your uh, financial reports, profit and loss, balance and sheet, but also your budget and forecast, which leads us to today, your tax return. Now, taxes seem to be every entrepreneur's favorite topic, from the fear around them to how can I do them right to how do they really affect my business. And so today, I really wanted to get into what they tell you beyond just the flat like monetary amounts, but what they tell you for your business, what they don't tell you for your business, and how you can use them to make strategic decisions about what you do. All right, let's get started. So the first thing to know is that taxes are not the main point of your business. We talk a lot about everything from LLCs to S-Corps and how they affect your taxes. But remember, you're not in business just to pay taxes. They are a fact of doing business, but they're not the only thing that you're worried about. However, one thing to note is that they do impact your strategy for what your company is going to do. Taxes are year round. We get into them around March and April, and that's when everybody gets excited and wants to get their stuff together. But remember, tax returns are really for the year ending before, right? So when you file taxes in April, you're actually file taxes for income and expenses that happen for you as of December 31st, the year before. Why is that important? Because it means that the real work in taxes is done throughout the year, not just when you file your return. That's kind of the end of the road. It's really during the year when you're thinking about your expenses, when you're thinking about estimated payments and all of that happening so that you're better prepared by the time it's time to file your tax return. I think this is a good place to talk about how taxes work because overall, I think that it can be really confusing for entrepreneurs to understand why they're paying taxes, how you know when you're going to owe or not. So let's just kind of break that down in a really simple way. The first thing to know is that the IRS and most states want their money throughout the year. They don't want to have to wait until you file your tax return in order to get paid. They want to get paid when you get paid. And typically that happens in one of two ways. So if you're a W-2 employee, you work for somebody else and you get a paycheck, every time you get paid, your employer is withholding taxes for you. You're welcome. They're withholding taxes and paying the IRS and the state um, on your behalf every time you get paid based on what you fill out in a very confusing W-4. All right, so you're not paying taxes yourself, but they are coming out of your check and being paid for you. You're not writing the IRS a check. Now, if you're an entrepreneur, a freelancer, a business owner, you pay taxes throughout the year in the form of estimated payments. And what that means is that every quarter on the IRS's timeline and your state's timeline, you are sending money based on what you have earned and spent throughout the period. So again, they want their money all year long. Now, all of this is estimates. You really don't know how much you're going to have to pay. Sure, you've got vouchers from last year and you've got estimates that hopefully your accountant is preparing for you. But you don't know until the end of the year comes. So the end of the year comes, you start getting all of your documents. You get your W-2, you get your 1099s, you get your interest forms, your mortgage forms. You get all of those in place and you provide them to your tax preparer who creates your tax return. And it goes a little something like this. 
So you look at your tax return. The first line is wages. That's your salary. That's what's showing up on your W-2. Then the lines below it are taking into account any investment gains that you've had, any business income, any deductions that you're entitled to. All of that kind of gets jumbled together and we come to your adjusted gross income and then your taxable income. That taxable income number is the number that is being established on your tax return to determine what amount of taxes due. The next line says this is how much tax you owe us. So you go through that, maybe some credits, you get down to this is the tax. The next couple of lines say, hey, I had already paid you some of that. You took some out of my check. I gave you some estimated payments. So we're going to subtract that out of what you say that I owe you. Then the difference is really just settling up what you should have paid versus what you actually paid. So if you overpaid, let's say that in this example, taxes were 10K and you paid 12K, congratulations, you're going to get a refund of $2,000. And if you underpaid in this example of taxes were 10K and you actually paid 8K, then you're going to owe the difference. So that's how taxes work. Everything that you're doing throughout the year is really an estimated payment in advance towards what you're going to owe or get a refund for when your tax return is filed. Now, this shows up a little bit differently based on the type of business you have, which impacts the type of tax return that you file. So if you're an LLC, a one-person LLC, or a sole proprietor, or a one-person business owner, all of your business income and expenses are going to show up on a Schedule C that is tied to your individual return. You're going to compare that to if you've elected to be taxed as an S-Corp, there's a separate return. And that return gets filled out for the IRS. It's a pass-through. And this means that the entity itself doesn't pay any taxes. They give you a special document that you use on your individual return in order to pay taxes on the business profit. States treat this differently. You'll hear this a lot during this podcast episode. Um, some of them treat it as a pass-through. Some of them want their business taxes immediately. Overall, you're only taxed one time, either as an individual where it passes through to you or as a business where it's taxed directly. So what does taxes have to do with your business throughout time? Well, the first thing is taxes are not an expense. So they are payments. That means they're not on your profit and loss statement. So when you are looking to say, what kind of decision should I be making through the year based on how much I made and how much I spent, your taxes might not show up there. They're probably gonna live on your balance sheet. Why is that important? Because your ability to make decisions for your business based on how much money is being left in profit for you could be impacted by how much cash is actually in the bank after you take into account the items that are not on your P&L. We had a whole episode about your balance sheet. So if you have not listened, go back, grab it. So you want to look beyond your profit to make these decisions that impact cash, not just your tax payments, but also owner's draws that you take out or loan payments that you make. None of that is showing up on your profit and loss. And so if you are running your business only looking at the P&L, there's a whole host of information that you're missing about what your business is actually able to do. So what do we recommend for this? We really recommend that all of our clients have a separate account for taxes. And this does a couple of things. I think the first thing that it does is mindset wise, you know that what is left in the operating account actually is there and exists to be able to spend on operating expenses. The amount that's in the taxes account, that belongs to somebody else. You may not have sent it yet, but you shouldn't be accounting for it and how much money is available to actually make strategic decisions about the business. Now, what I like to talk about when it comes to taxes is how it could impact your pricing. So 
Let's say you charge $1,000 for your services and you feel like that's enough. You don't have any employees on this project. We're going to be optimistic. You have no expenses. This is going to be great. So you make $1,000, except you don't, right? Like the IRS and the states together need about $250, $300 of that. So now you're really only coming home with $700, $750. If you don't plan for that, you are undercharging, right? You're spending or you're making all of this money that you thought belonged to you and you don't realize until it's time to make a payment that, man, I didn't charge enough. If I wanted to go home with $1,000, I really needed to make like $1,200, $1,300. And so you wanna make decisions based not just on taxes, but at least taking into account that all of the money that you make won't actually belong to you. And obviously for our businesses and the clients that we serve, that's on a much bigger level, right? Because it's much less likely that you're not gonna have any expenses. You're gonna have income, you got people to pay, you have software to pay for, you have marketing expenses, you've got office supplies, you've got all these things that are coming out. And then after all of that comes out and you have a profit, on top of that, the taxes have to come out. And so you wanna make sure that you're pricing in a way that can cover all of your operating expenses and your taxes accordingly. Thing to take into account when it comes to taxes are compliance costs. Now, it's not just the taxes you have to pay. You have to pay for help, right? Good help costs money. So if you want a tax planner, a tax advisor, a tax preparer, in addition to the taxes you have to pay, you also gotta get somebody to help you to file those taxes. Plus. All states treat taxes differently. So now you need to be on top of what they need and when so that you're staying in compliance, not just with the IRS, but also the state that you work with. And in addition to taxes, there might be registration and maintenance costs associated with doing business with the state. And those are on top of the assistance that you need and on top of the taxes that you pay. So keep in mind, again, beyond just the dollar amounts, there's an emotional and mental kind of burden that comes with having to pay taxes. And you want to make sure that you're getting the assistance that you need, but also that you understand what is happening there so that these other decisions that might affect your business are also being taken into account. Remember, we want to make sure that paying taxes, filing taxes are not just done in a silo. They're just one piece of a holistic picture of your entire business. Another thing that I want to talk about are deductible expenses. Why am I bringing this up? Well, first of all, the internet be lying to y'all. They tell you all kinds of things that are deductible that are not. But also, it can come across pretty often that deductible expenses are the way to go, right? Because by all means, please lower your tax burden. The thing is, deductible expenses are still cash out the door. So yes, you can save on taxes, but that's also money that you don't have. And something to keep in mind is that deductible expenses are not a dollar for dollar reduction on tax. So for every $100 that you spend, you may save 20, 30 bucks in taxes. And while we wanna make sure that you're not paying a dollar more in tax than you owe, we also wanna keep in mind that sometimes it's better just to pay the 20, $30 in taxes than to spend 100 to save 20, right? Think about it like buying something on sale for all of those of you that like to shop. Yeah, you saved some off of it, but you spent the money. And so when we're thinking about decisions that we want to make in the business, priorities that we want to make around growth or hiring or just support that you need to be good as being a CEO, know that every dollar has a place and it can only be spent one time. So if you're spending it on expenses that you didn't really need in order to save taxes, that's something else that you're not able to invest into your business. The other thing is that taxes need to be planned for. I'm often asked, are quarterly estimates required? 
yes and no. But that's not really the right question. The question is, is it worth the peace of mind to know how much you potentially owe in taxes and pay it so that you don't have any surprises at the end of the year? How much is it worth to you to make payments throughout the year, which is not that complicated of a process, so that you know that what is left over for you actually belongs to you? And also, you're not coming to tax season and thinking, mm, I don't know if I owe 1000 or 10000 It doesn't have to be a black hole. Making those estimates throughout the year also helps you be prepared. But on top of that, it really shows you how much money is available to you. Let's say you're somebody that is making a lot of money in your business. And as a result, you're paying for personal expenses or at least transferring owner's draws to pay personal expenses. You are spending potentially on other business fronts, other things that you wanna do, maybe not even directly out of the account, but you're transferring it somewhere else so that it can be available. The thing is, that is still profit in this business. And that's important because when you go to file taxes, you want to make sure that you're not over um, accounting for expenses, but also that you're not underpaying taxes as a result. And so you want to make sure you have a full picture of what's going on with the money in your business and that you're making these decisions about how taxes will impact what you're doing throughout the year and not at the end. Also, Taxes feel stressful for people. And what I found for the most part is it's really a lack of organization more so than a misunderstanding of tax code. If you have a CPA or a tax professional, you shouldn't have to worry about tax code, but you should know how it's working for you. At the end of the day, when you sign your return, you are attesting to the fact that this information is true and correct. And so you need to know what could I be doing throughout the periods to make sure that when I see my tax return, I have an understanding of what's coming up for me. What does that mean for you? I think the first thing to know is if we acknowledge, and it's true, that your taxes are a year-round decision, you really want to make sure that you have somebody on your side to support you throughout the year. Don't wait until tax season to hire somebody because you actually want somebody who knows your business as things are happening, that you can ask questions, that you can make sure that you have the information that you need and are not getting all of your information off of the internet. You also want to have the ability to decide whether or not you'd like to pay some estimates in advance, how much that will affect your cash flow, and just overall planning for how much of what I have saved actually is going to have to go out to somebody else. Finally, you want that kind of help because a lot of the online tax advice that is touted as good for everyone may not be good or even necessary for you. I'm thinking about the conversations around LLC saving you taxes they don't, or everyone should be an escort. You shouldn't, but you need someone who can talk to you about your specific situation so that you can make the best decision tax-wise, which then affects the best decisions that you make for your business overall. Thank you so much for joining me for this series. Super excited to answer a lot of the questions that we get on DMs and that we get on workshops and webinars, even from our own clients. At the end of the day, we want to make sure that you understand that accounting is more than just the numbers. It's more than the documents that you get with dollar signs on them. They're really the baseline for you to be able to say, so now what? What am I going to do next in my business? And we'll be here to support you along the way. Thank you again for joining us. Next week, it's a very special episode as Little Fish Accounting and this Fish Food Podcast celebrate two really big milestones. See you then. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, I've got good news for you. 
we're supporting you all over the internet. Check out our Instagram at littlefishaccounting or our website, littlefishaccounting.com for guidance, resources, and ways to work with us. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you don't miss a future episode. See you next time.